An all-star game bites the dust, a diamondback return of Lourdes Gurriel Jr., and a home run champion celebrating a win. Let's talk about it. It's Blue Jays game recap. Diamondbacks, Blue Jays, three-game series on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Let's get into it. The Blue Jays are back, and right now... With the game having gone final, we are welcoming you in to Blue Jays Game Recap on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Now, let's go to your hosts of Blue Jays Game Recap, Thomas McGregor, Ali Musa, and Scott McGregor in the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Take it away, gentlemen. Because when the umpire says, you're out, or that's the game, or let's play ball, we know it's time for some baseball. This is Blue Jays Game Recap. Take it away, gentlemen. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to Blue Jays Game Recap, wherever you may be listening to this podcast on the Sports Beginners podcast feed. I am your host, Thomas McGregor, and Diamondback fans, Blue Jays fans, the All-Star break is in the books and well behind us. It is now time to bring you Blue Jays Game Recap, three-game series edition of the Diamondbacks and the Blue Jays. It is a Blue Jays victory, and it comes in touchdowns as the Blue Jays score seven runs to the Diamondbacks, two runs that they would get, one off the bat of... Gabriel Moreno and one off of a scoring play wild pitch by Marte of the Diamondbacks. The Blue Jays would strike first and we're going to talk about everything the Blue Jays went through to get seven runs right after this game summary intro to get us started into the show so let's take that game that game summary intro in and let's talk the game that is blue jays seven diamondbacks two 
And now, it's time for Diamondbacks Blue Jays Game Story on Blue Jays Game Recap. Let's get back into the show. So, pitching duels galore in the All-Star Game. Pitching battles also happen in baseball games that are in season. And the second half got off to a roaring start for the Blue Jays and, of course, your Diamondbacks. But none of the action started until the second inning when Vladimir Guerrero Jr., fresh off his home run derby championship win, homered to left center in his first at-bat. Kiermaier would follow it with a fly ball into a double play where the Blue Jays would score a runner, Chapman be the one to score, and Whit Merrifield would be out at third with, of course, Kevin Kiermeyer getting out in a double play. But that wasn't all the Blue Jays would do in the sec in the second inning. They would get hits off of Chapman. Barsho would be safe at first on Marte's fielding error to send Chapman to third and Murfield to second. So... It would be up to Kiermaier to hit a sacrifice fly into a double play. But Chapman would score and the Blue Jays would have a 2-0 lead. Barrios continues to pitch in the top of the third. He was your, he was your starting pitcher for the Blue Jays. And of course, you've got three, two more games to go with this series tomorrow and Sunday. A reminder to those of you who follow me on Instagram, whether you're friends of mine, your close friends, or your people I'm just getting to know. The poll I've put out for Sports for Beginners that will be on the link of the episode description here will be available until Sunday after the Blue Jays and Diamondbacks played their final game. And wrap up the series. I will reveal the results. Following the final out. Of. The Diamondbacks and Blue Jays game. So make sure you put your. Votes in. Either on the Sports Beginners podcast feed. In the episode's description. And. On Instagram, TM00 underscore is where you can find the poll. You can also 
put your thoughts in via voice message at the Sports Beginners podcast feed via the voice message link. And please, in order for us to make sure we do this safely, we kindly ask that you give us permission to use your voice message on the show if we would like to use it. If you are not okay with us using it, then just tell us your thoughts. Okay. So we got a little bit off track here with the voice message and stuff like that. But let's just put it in perspective here. The Blue Jays will score with 38 at-bats to the Diamondbacks is... 33 seven runs which would be a big fifth which would be a big seven inning scoring five runs the hit total would go around as 16 for the Blue Jays nine for the Arizona Diamondbacks giving the Blue Jays three doubles and the Diamondbacks two doubles Both teams would hit a home run, but no team was able to make a triple. The Blue Jays scored seven runs, and you know what that means? Six RBIs. Unfortunately, you only get one RBI from the Arizona Diamondbacks, but I feel like that should be two RBIs because Gabriel Moreno was the other home run that le- was the only other run that left the yard. And I personally actually knew that this ball was gone because I was calling it. I called the play when I saw it and I knew it was gone. But enough about what I said. We'll, we'll save it for another time. The Blue Jays touched base 22 times. And, of course, the Diamondbacks, sorry, it's uh, late. The Diamondbacks, though, would touch base 14 times. The Blue Jays would be hit by a pitch two times, walking one of their Blue Jay hitters for the Diamondbacks, The Diamondbacks, though, would walk two batters of their hitters. (coughs) Excuse me. Would walk two batters of theirs as the Blue Jays pitchers would walk two of the Diamondback batters. The Diamondbacks surprisingly struck out 11 people According to CBS Sports, which is where I'm looking at this. And the Blue Jays only needed four strikeouts. The Blue Jays left 11 men on base. The Diamondbacks left 
six men on base. And both teams were caught stealing once. The error mark, as you probably think or would guess, only comes on the Diamondbacks, and they scored two errors. A little bit more on that when we get into the things I like, things I didn't like. That's another piece of our show here. But I want to hear from the guy we might have heard from if we had listened to Sportsnet or we're at the game and we're hearing him for himself. I want to hear from Vlad Guerrero Jr. himself. So let's hear from Vlad Guerrero Jr. his thoughts on doing the impossible. Here is Vlad Guerrero Jr. No home run derby champion had ever homered in their first play appearance following the All-Star break until Vladimir Guerrero Jr. did it here tonight. Vladdy was a 2-2 pitch, a slider down and in. What did it take to recognize that pitch and hit it out? La primera vez que alguien gana un ron derby da un ron en el primer juego de la segunda mitad. Hoy lo hiciste un conteo de dos. Háblanos un poquito de eso. Bueno, yo fue con un buen picheo, ¿me entiendes? Ya estaba viendo detrás y, y yo creo que se le quedó ese picheo ahí en el medio y pude hacer un buen contacto. Yeah, I was looking for a good pitch to hit. I mean, like I said, in 2-2, I mean, he left the right in the middle and put a good contact on it. Of course, you were also part of that five-run seventh. This club strung together three two-out hits. What did you like about the approach up and down the lineup in that inning? Hicimos cinco carreras en ese inning, este, con dos outs. ¿Qué tú crees que fue el approach que hizo el equipo para hacer eso? Bueno, nos juntamos, nunca no, no, nos rendimos, ¿sabes? Yo creo que somos de las personas que nunca nos rendimos. Damos el todo por, por Toronto a salir aquí en el terreno. Yo creo que me siento muy contento por eso. I mean, we, we, we are like the kind of the team that we never give up. We gave everything for Toronto. So every time we go out there, we gave everything we got. And Vladdy, for this team to have a strong second half for Toronto, what are some of the most important things that need to happen? Para tener una segunda mitad bien fuerte como equipo, ¿qué son las cosas que necesitas pasar? Bueno, seguir enfocado, seguir enfocado, llegar todo el tiempo eh, enfocado al, al home, enfocado al, al play. Y yo creo que lo, cada uno de nosotros quiere traer la serie mundial de nuevo para acá para Toronto. Stay focused. Stay focused. If we do the right things, I think we can bring the World Series again back to Toronto. That work. Thanks, Vladdy and Hector. Thank you. Blue Jays and Vladdy think they can bring it to the. They bring back the World Series. Everyone's favorite thing that the Blue Jays have done. In 1992 and 93 World Series, they think they have the team, they've got the power, and they can bring it back to Toronto World Series. It's a little early to discuss whether or not it will happen, but we could keep a faith, Blue Jays fans, that the Blue Jays will deliver a World Series. We are in the second half of this season for the Blue Jays. So, now, I'm not sure we've got this 
I'm not sure if we've got our attendance records. We'll probably get that as when when we take a break and come back with my things I like, things I didn't like, with of course our player of the game. But before we bring out our player of the game, our play of the game to be more to be more specific, let's talk about something that I believe should not go unnoticed. And that comes courtesy of if you are Blue Jay fans and you know and you know we have seen and you know we have seen Lord Escurial Jr. before then check this out. If you've watched this on SportsCenter or you were listening on Fan, the links of these videos for you to watch if you missed something will be available for you in the episode's description. Credit to the people responsible for these. And the the thing I want to show you is, or want to talk about is, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. and Gabriel Moreno returning to Toronto. Obviously, Gabriel, Mor- Gabriel Moreno. Shout out to you and Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Obvi- I'm sorry, Gabriel Moreno, that you probably didn't get a standing ovation, but it is what it is. Lourdes Gurriel Jr., though, my goodness gracious. I did not think that you would get a big, big, big standing ovation, but you did. And it's pretty obvious. You've made a name for yourself in Toronto. And it's also pretty obvious to me that everyone, I mean everyone, Loved having you around, even if they didn't love it, they do now. Now, Gabriel Moreno has had his fun as well. We've also had fun hearing stuff from the offering the powerful pieces that come and go from the plays of Lourdes Gurriel Jr. He has decided that he has come back and he will event and he will do what he does best is play baseball. We do have some breaking news that was coming up 
But we'll get to that after a break. And to send us into break, I want to give you the notion of Gabriel Gabriel Moreno's home run. And we'll send it into break there and wrap up the opening segment with the winning pitcher who are pitching for the Diamondbacks and the Blue Jays in games two and three. And we will briefly check in on games that are currently in progress to wrap up the opening segment. So stay with us. And if you are with us from wherever you may be listening, thank you as always for tuning in. Whether you're a Blue Jays fan, you are a Diamondbacks fan, or just Hunter a baseball fan in general. Good contact on the line out to right. And then he sends this one to right. Springer's going back. And it's gone. Gabriel Moreno with his third home run of the season. As he goes to the opposite field into the Diamondbacks bullpen. And that ties the game at two. Very impressive from the Diamondbacks young catcher and this was the patented changeup from Trevor Richards but it stayed up in the zone and when it stays up it allows the pitcher to get the barrel to it and drive it was not anticipating Moreno driving that ball out of the ballpark but he got all of it indeed he did and I called that play a Dan Strowman and uh, I believe it's Joseph and Dan they were on the call of Sportsnet of course, you've got Ben Wagner on the call for Sportsnet 590 The Fan. And uh, he was on uh, Blue Jays Talk Plus today, but I don't have the audio with me, so I won't bring it in this show. Uh, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back and wrap up the opening segment, talk about, our, talk about our play of the game within our middle segment, and then wrap up the middle segment with the things I loved about this game and the things I did not like. Uh, A reminder, just before I send it into break, we will be back with you to recap game number two following the final out of this game like we're doing tonight or in the morning or in the afternoon, wherever you may be listening to this podcast. We also will be wrapping up the 137 game of the Diamondbacks and then I've got news for you Sports Reganers fans because the host of Sports Reganers and Weekly in Sports will be with you for the audio and possible visual versions if visual versions are allowed of Padres versus Blue Jays which kickstarts Tuesday after a day off Monday. All right. So Scott, so Scott, who is also my brother and is the host of Sports Beginners, the podcast, will be back with you to play Blue Jays Padres, Blue Jays Game Recap. I am one of the hosts of that of this Blue Jays Game Recap show, and I'm with you for the D-backs and the Blue Jays. This is something we've never really done before. We are back to continue the show 
and move on forward with our middle and final segments. And I've got some news to bring to you. We're going to talk about that at the top of the middle segment show, so right after we round out the opening segment. And that is Hanjin Ryu expected to come out after a rehab start in AAA, which I believe is supposed to be tomorrow or it was today. We'll find out more information, I'm sure, on Blue Jay Central. Make sure you stay tuned for that. Uh, I will alert you of when that is being happened via the Instagrams or, of course, on the wraparound of this show. Blue Jays Game Recap is a Blue Jays abridged version of a post-game show. And as I send it into break, there are no copyright laws intended. We we mean not we don't mean to copyright anything without our express written consent of the people we use is stuff that is not ours. We mean nothing by what we do. We're just a show that loves to have fun and loves to entertain you, the listeners. On the Sports Beginners Podcast, Blue Jays Game Recap continues right after this. So stay with us. We're back to continue the show with Diamondbacks and the Blue Jays right after this. Come on down. It's Blue Jays Game Recap. Diamondbacks and Blue Jays. It's 2 to 7. Blue Jays 7. Diamondbacks 2. We continue in a moment. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. Indeed, Vladdy, it is your house, and that's why the Toronto Blue Jays play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Now, let's get back to more Blue Jays baseball on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Let's get back into Blue Jays game recap. We thought so, Blue Jays fans. The Blue Jays and the Diamondbacks are back at it again tomorrow. And, of course, they wrap up the series on Sunday with a 137 first pitch. Let's get you right into the action for... (coughs) Excuse me. Let's get you right back into the action. Welcome back inside the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. It's Blue Jays game recap where... Only the Blue Jays play baseball on Sports Freakin' the podcast. This is the abridged version. Let's get you into, as I was trying to say, the action going on as we wrap around the night. The Astros are in front of the Angels with the bottom of the eighth in play. It is seven Astros, five Angels. The Athletics and Twins are still tied going into the eighth inning through the seventh 
inning as they are playing the bottom of the seven. There's one on, nobody out. Right now, it is 3-3 tie. The Detroit Tigers and the Seattle Mariners are playing a 5-2 Tigers lead in the bottom of the eighth with one on and a full count with one out. The games that finaled within this series of games that we had on the first day back, a Padres winners over the Philadelphia Phillies, 8-3. The Steel City Pirates losers to the San Francisco Giants. The Orioles winners over the Miami Marlins. The Dodgers shot out the New York Mets 6-0. The Reds shut out the Brewers 1-0. The Atlanta Braves took down the White Sox 9-0. And the Austin Red Sox defeated the Cubs 8-3. Talk about blowouts. Well, how about this one? The Rangers beat the Guardians 12 to 4. Remember our score? 7 to 2? Well, that was the score in the Rockies game against the Yankees. There's also one game that was in action but did get suspended due to inclement weather. And. They were in the bottom of the third inning. It is unclear as to when or as to when they'll play. (coughs) Excuse me. It's very late. They will. It is unclear as to when they will play. Unless you were at the game and you you and you've been watching this game. It is unclear when that suspended game will resume its action or they will just end it within three innings. We are in the bottom of the third with the Angels, with the Cardinals, excuse me, the one-run difference. So getting to the Blue Jays, seven. Two, seven, two victors over the Arizona Diamondbacks. And we are rounding out our opening segment here and getting right into the middle segment after a 30-second word from taking out a look the podcast, which will happen as we let the show slide. But who is in the mound for tomorrow night's game against Gosman? And Gaguchi. So let's start with the series finale between Yusei Kikuchi and the Arizona Diamondbacks' pitcher, who I believe is none other than give it a second here, it's loading up here. Your own made it easier. 
and we're still waiting here so let's just try again let's look at the other one so it will be Kevin Gosman tomorrow taking on the hill against Zach Gallen and then we will run and then the Blue Jays will round out their series with the Diamondbacks on Sunday afternoon playing against Yusei Kaguchi on the hill and they will be against Tommy Henry in the series finale. Let's double check on our game scores of the ones that are still underway and see where everyone's at. As we are still continuing the show, we are going to get into our play of the game. As we approach the middle segment time frame here, we are rounding out. It is time for the top of the ninth in the Houston Astros game. Still seven. Still, Astros, f- seven, Angels, five. The Mariners are drawing. The Mariners may have three, but they are down by a pair in the bottom of the eighth inning. Detroit has the lead, five to three. So, let's look at plays of the game. There were a lot of plays that happened in this game. And I wish I had a video of one of the plays to show. But... Here is my play of the game before we reveal the actual play of the game. It comes off of Varsho making a spectacular throw from deep left field, which is a podcast hosted by longtime hosted by longtime Blue Jays radio voice. Mike Wilner, who was in office of Sportsnet 590 The Fan until after Tom Cheek and, of course, the great Jerry Howard. And now, of course, we've got Ben Wagner, who is doing a really good job himself. After he had only played six games in the majors. As he sends that one fair down the left field line. Over to get it quickly is Varsho. The throw on the way to second. The tag attempt, and they got it. Dalton Varsho throws out another one as he gets Longoria. Well, Dalton had extra bases taken away from him when he was at the plate. A piece of hitting here by Longoria, keeping his hands in, but he made a bad decision. That ball came off that little wall, and you see the way Dalton fields it in a good throwing position. Good tag by Merrifield. 
And yeah, he's not hitting like he would like, but yeah, he is providing a lot of value in other ways. That is Dalton Varsho's eighth outfield assist on the season. Eight outfield assists of the season. Great idea. Looks like a fun day for Varsho. Maybe now try and hit some balls here, Varsho. Let's see what you can get. All right, now it's time for the play of the game. And I think I speak for everyone when I say the play of the game and the potential player of the game. We, we already heard from him with Arden Swelling and, of course, his... Uh, speaker interpreter, Vladdy Guerrero Jr.'s speaker that he was interpreting. So let's hear from the actual play of the game, and I think it's pretty obvious what the play of the game is, but... Let's hear, let's see it, let's see it anyways, or hear it anyways. You can explain what's going on. Credit to Dan and Joe for the call on Sportsnet. And let's hear it. For the play of the game. In Diamondbacks and Blue Jays, 7-2 victors over the Diamondbacks, Blue Jays. Coming from a batting practice pitcher. He drives it to left field, and do you believe it? His first at bat after winning the home run derby is a home run. And it's 1-0 Blue Jays. Absolutely no doubt about it. And you could tell just by Vladdy and everybody in the dugout that they were enjoying every single minute of that home run. That was coming off of the bat of Vladimir Guerrero Jr. That was the play of the game. All right. Now, obviously, we mentioned who the player of the game was, and that's Vladimir Guerrero Jr. But now let's talk about who the winning pitcher and... Losing pitchers were in today in tonight's matchup between the Blue Jays and the Diamondbacks in the opener of a three-game series set. So Kyle Nelson gets the loss. He he go his win-loss record improves to four and two. Trevor Richards gets the win with a. Record now of one win and one loss. And Trevor only went an inning and two-thirds. 
striking out three people, only allowing a run. Wow, interesting stuff here. All right, let's put that. Let's put that piece aside here. Let's put a. Let's put Blue Jays game recap aside here for the middle segment and and hear from our people at Taking Our Look podcast. But we will be back to round out the show with our middle segment and then our final segment with our final break is taken up. It's the things I love, things I didn't like, plus the top five performers of tonight's game between the Diamondbacks and the Blue Jays. And then it's time for everyone of us to get a quick rest. We'll check in on the MLB games that are still in progress or are rather now going final. And then we will all say, let's talk tomorrow after the Blue Jays and Diamondbacks game two. We're doing it all again. It's Blue Jays, D-backs, Blue Jays winners in this one, 7-2. to two. They beat the Diamondbacks. Taking a look's 30-second podcast information, and then we're back to wrap up with our middle segment. That was the opening segment wraparound with our play of the game. And our player of the game. Now it's time for our top five player our top five players of the game. And our basic pieces of the attendance record. And I also want to hear some news from John Schneider on his thoughts of the game. And as I'm sure you all do. And I'm also going to send us thirty send us into the thirty second break with some news that I said I was gonna tell you about atop of the middle segment. We're gonna use it to round out the opening segment anyways. Here is Hunjin Ryu's news. Oh, it's really interesting. After this commercial break that is coming through so we'll get that out of the way and we'll hear Hunjin Ryu news coming your way it is the Blue Jays is coming back and he Well, what's really interesting is Hyunjin Ryu is coming back, and he is making a AAA rehab start uh, tomorrow at Buffalo. Probably needs one more after that, but it's getting pretty close to the point that he could be in this mix pretty soon. And that impacts what the Blue Jays might or might not do at the trade deadline, which is coming up in a little bit more than two weeks. We get a little bit of a pause here. I think the next 14, 15, 16 days look like for this front office as they strategize for the deadline. It is going to be busy, no question about that. Now, where does that lead? They need to make moves. We all know they need a right-handed bat in all likelihood and more pitching. But as you said, this is not a group that necessarily needs a ton of starting pitching at this point, which is funny because they did have a four-man rotation for a good chunk of the year. Uh, but 
they always could use relief help. Someone who can really generate a lot of strikeouts would help. They do only have one left-hander in the bullpen, so that could be a good spot. And again, a right-handed bat. Nelson Cruz, one name I'm told they have some interest in. So keep an eye on Nelson Cruz, a veteran hitter uh, with a lot of talent. Between now and then, some games to win. The Blue Jays won 5 of 6 on the road leading into the All-Star break. They've won 11 of 17. They're going to try to keep that role in here tonight, Hazel. Indeed they are, and that's where we will put in our 30-second break. Our middle segment and our final segment are coming your way. It's Blue Jays Game Recap. Keep it locked in to Blue Jays Baseball. And make sure you join Craig Bowlin on the Locked On Blue Jays podcast every Monday through Friday. Blue Jays Baseball content, and it is coming your way every day where the Locked On Podcast Network is your team every day. Blue Jays Game Recap continues in a few minutes after 30 seconds of a Taking Our Look podcast informational video. Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out all over the map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com. It is your house, and that's why the Toronto Blue Jays play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Now, let's get back to more Blue Jays baseball of the Sports for Beginners podcast. Let's get back into Blue Jays game recap. We thought so, Blue Jays fans. Yeah, yeah, I think it was, you know, big for, you know, for, for me, obviously for Asoyano, he'd been calling the pitches, so we, we create, you know, we talked about a plan, we was, we, we trying to go out there and execute it, and I think we did pretty well, like, I used my change of breaking ball, fastball balls out of the play, so I think it was better than I would expect. That is Jose Barrios. Welcome back into Blue Jays Game Recap. That was just his thoughts on the game. And, of course, he had some thoughts to saying that he was ready and able to come back. He just thought he changed things up a little bit with whatever his pitches were. And, you know, I like that. You kind of give him credit. You give him credit for what he does. He loves to play this game as... I'm sure many other people do. And he plays it with a lot of power, a lot of great interest. 
I mentioned we would talk about the Angels and what else is going on in the league here. So we are going to talk about that atop this show. But before we do, um, kicking us into our things I love, things I didn't like, and of course, our top five standouts, because we've already gotten through the play of the game. Let's hear from manager John Schneider as we talk about the things I liked and the things I didn't like. I've got about I've got about a few I've got about four things that I loved and five things that I didn't like. So let's hear from John Schneider before I talk about that. Here's John Schneider. Let's see if we get John Schneider. Can we get John Schneider? And believe he finished his media availability. And here we go. Here's John Schneider. I thought he was good. You know, first game after the break is always a little bit weird. You know, you saw it in the first inning with, um, you know, on the bases. There's just some weird plays overall. It's tough to kind of get your footing after four days off. Um, I thought he pitched really well. I thought he got ahead of batters really well and kind of probably left some pitches in the middle of the zone with two strikes or in the zone with two strikes when he was trying to expand. Um, you know, it's tough to pull him there, only 90 pitches, just like Trev in that spot. But I thought Hosey pitched really, really well. Just kind of another um, not on paper quality start, but another really good start from him. Really good start is all we need to hear from you, Judge Snyder. Great game as always. 7-2 to two Blue Jays victors over the Diamondbacks. All right. So here is the dealio for you Blue Jays fans and Diamondbacks fans all across the world that are listening into this podcast available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your favorite podcast, especially Google Podcasts. And tune in, and of course, iHeartRadio's stations. If I've gotten those podcastings right, of course, you've got questions, you've got feedback, you can send us a voice message, or you can just send us an email at sportsfreakinnerspod8231 at gmail.com. Once again, that is sportsfreakinnerspod8231 at gmail.com. Let us know what you have to say about the show. A rating and a re- and a review would be nice. We always appreciate the feedback. And of course, getting back to the Blue Jays game recap. It's time for our things that... It's time for my things I love, things I didn't like, part of our segment here in the show. And it's our middle segment. And of course, we'll get to the top five standout players from both teams, Diamondbacks and the Blue Jays. So, I was a bit of an interest taker in what went down on the, what went down on the field, especially prior to the closing moments of the game when we had that interesting, non-highlighted catch that I can view and listen and make you guys listen to and of course put in a description but it was a catch by one of the outfielders when the Blue Jays were at bat and I 
remember thinking to myself, looking at that play, like, if he catches it, the inning's over. If he doesn't, the inning continues. And I was wondering to myself, what's going to happen if the inning continues? Are we going to have those big innings that we had back in Boston a season ago? And he made the catch, and I just remember thinking to myself, that's a pretty insane catch. That's a really great catch. Anyways, that was my thoughts on that. Um, I do have some questions as to regarding our pitching rotation, but that will be on another show, another episode of Blue Jays Game Recap, so stay tuned for that. Um, as far as the things I loved go, I really liked Barrios' his pitching matchup. I thought it was really good. And I was kind of shocked that it was all for nothing but having a tie ball game. Don't get me wrong. I love having to watch tie ball games. It makes it look like the game is getting interesting because you know someone's bound to break the tie and someone's bound to win the ball game because you can't win in a tie game. And of course, we all saw what had happened. If you were watching on Sportsnet, you were listening to Sportsnet Finance Fan, you're listening to wherever you get the Diamondbacks coverage or watching where we get the Diamondbacks coverage. I'm sure we can all agree that that one play we just heard early in our program portion where you've got Barsho throwing someone out at second, whether you look at the play or not, it looks like he will, the runner running to second, who was on first base, who thought about going to second, it looks like he was trying for a second but wasn't fast enough to get there in time for the ball to be called a safe call and have a challenge play there now we'll talk about the challenges in just a few minutes because we are going to bring out the challenges via an nba conversation on sports beginners i want to bring that into our attention on a Sports Beginners podcast episode because I'm really interested in that. Keeping it here with the Blue Jays getting recap though. Um, another thing that I liked, I have about two things I loved already, and I've got two more. And uh, I did love how Lourdes Gurriel got that standing ovation from the crowd, being that he had been a Blue Jay with Gabriel Moreno coming in for just a Kind of a short period of time, but nonetheless, really great to see Lourdes Gurriel Jr. And of course, we called him the Pineapple Man for a reason, but I really think that Lourdes Gurriel Jr. has found his place with the Arizona Diamondbacks, no matter if they're against the Blue Jays or they are playing to help the Blue Jays win. 
Um, speaking of that, we'll round up my things I loved with the things I did not like. In just a few minutes, we're going to put out the things I did not like. But um, to wrap around it, I just thought it was a beautiful game. I thought it was a really well-played game by both teams. And you got that sense that you were going to get that offense going right around the corner. A reminder that if you haven't already, make sure you do pick out your teams you think are going to get into a hot start. When the series concludes, we'll reveal the results of who wins these games. The Blue Jays have one. They're looking for two. And then a potential sweep is in order if the Blue Jays can manage to squeeze in a victory with the game two of this series, which goes now, I guess I could say this afternoon at 3.07. It's a 3.07 first pitch. More on that a little later on. Now it's time for the things I didn't like. Now, I don't like the fact that we got errors by the Diamondbacks. I feel like they can ease it off a little bit, maybe try and not work out with the um, Diamondbacks. They could try not to put the errors on themselves. Um, I didn't like the proportion of a diving catch trying to throw... Uh, the catch by the second base, or I believe it was shortstop, who caught Vladdy's ball that he hit, but got the person out, but got the other Blue Jay running at home out. I wasn't sure what his plan was. I thought Vladdy was out, so I kind of figured it was a double play. But if you look at it more closely, and I'll probably do that tomorrow if I get a chance to look at the highlights leading up to that play. I'll probably get a chance to look at the highlights there. <coughs> Excuse me. It is really late. Um, but I didn't like how the play went. Uh, you can't do anything about it, obviously, because that's just how the play goes. The baseball games are wrapping up very, very short. We are going to get to my other four things that I did not like but really to keep it short there are only three things I didn't like and the error was one of them we just talked about that uh going into the bottom of the knife we've got a 5-3 twins over the athletics the games have now wrapped up that we were just looking at the angels did manage to pull out a win against the Astro the Astros did manage to pull a win, excuse me, out of the Angels seven to five. And oof, it's tough. It's tough. It's really tough to say, but the Tigers managed to squeeze a win. Over the Mariners, five to four. As the other games go, the Rangers take out the Guardians, twelve to four. And of course, we've got shutouts. 
with the 6-0 Dodgers over the Mets, the 1-0 Brewers over the Reds, and the 9 Braves over the White Sox. All right, we are going to send us into the night here, but we are keeping the show going here until the final segment, which is coming your way. A reminder, it's Gosman taking on Gallen. Gallahan. It's 3.07 this afternoon. First pitch just goes after 3.07. It's our clock. Maybe earlier than that. Vladdy Guerrero is the home run derby champion. He's the home run king, as the Blue Jays are calling it. And you mentioned that we're going to bring it to the World Series. We'll talk about that. I'm not really sure how I feel about that. That's that's one thing I'm a little nervous about. But back to the things I did not like. And really, there's only two more to talk about. And that was the fact I didn't like how most of the Blue Jays double plays were happening when they run offense. And I do question the fact that there was maybe a miscommunication with one of the runners trying to go to the, trying to go from third to home plate and ended up getting caught. All in all, I do believe this was a really good game. And the last thing I didn't like, what that I did not like, was the fact that the Blue Jays had three chances with the bases loaded in tonight's 7-2 victory over the Diamondbacks. Yet, no matter how hard they tried, they couldn't get a grand slam over or at least score runs with bases loaded. I was wondering why they would bother leaving the bases loaded and try with three chances to score runs, but... Obviously, it didn't work that way. All right. Real, real quick here, because I want to really get into our final segment with our look ahead and, of course, our wraparound to the show. But real, real quick here, here are the five standouts from the Blue Jays and the five standouts from the Diamondbacks. Obviously, I got to give Vladimir Guerrero Jr. the first standout of the game. He was... Phenomenal, going a perfect five for two, two for five, excuse me, with two hits, an RBI. I also want to give some credit to star player in Jose Barrios, who didn't get the win, but did do enough. To prove he kind of had a chance to win. And it is, without question, you say that four strikeouts is pretty good. You got seven hits, you allow a run, you walk a batter, it's down the toilet. But I personally think he stands out as a standout. I, 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 I mean, I got to look at Whit Merrifield's hits and RBIs and whatever, but he definitely counts as a nurse standout. There you go. There's 
three people already. To Guerrero, Murfield, and Barrios. My fourth standout goes to Matt Chapman. Three for four, an RBI, a walk, and he drives in two runs within those four at-bats. Absolute astounding play. And who could forget Danny Jansen? He gets one hit in four at-bats. I want to credit him, though, on his catching plays. There were points where there were points in the game where it was a little questionable, but nevertheless, he stuck to his guns and he took care of business. And that's what things, and that's how you win ball games. You take things to the best of your ability. Before we get to the D backs, let's take a little bit of a listen into what. Our host is a Blue Jay Central, Hazel May, and of course, I think it was Caleb Joseph with her. Let's let's have a listen to what they had to say and get our time slot for Blue Jay Central and Sports FM. Well, the Blue Jays are now 11-3 and three when Vladimir Guerrero Jr. hits a home run. And what a night he had Friday. Two for five with an RBI and a run scored. This guy has been red hot since late June. He wins a home run derby and then picks up where he left off. He absolutely did. He absolutely punished a ball in his first A-B, but it was the two foul balls on fastballs that really caught my attention attention when he fouls this ball over directionally perfect which is towards that first base side of the field it tells me his depth is correct and this is what it looked like this is a fastball at the top of the zone here on the first one if he squares this up that's going to dead center field perfect that's the direction we talked about pregame that we wanted to see that's my favorite one right there when i saw that foul ball i knew oh man he is absolutely locked in and then he gets the hanging breaking ball and he hits it directionally perfect the back elbow's tucked in the follow through is great he gets to his finish when this guy gets his pitch when he doesn't miss his pitch when he is fundamentally sound and he's fouling the ball off correctly big things can happen he did it in friday's game and it was fantastic he can put a team on his back and go as far as he wants it looks like he's off to a great start here in the second half the blue jays first home win in the month of july last time they won here at rogers center june 29th against the san francisco giants well what a pitching matchup we have saturday afternoon kevin gosman on the mound for your hometown blue jays and zach gallon will go for the d-backs if you remember he started for the national league all-stars Caleb and I will return from PJ Central to tee you up game two of this three-game series at 2.30 Eastern. We will see you then. All right, we will see you then, Hazel May, and we will definitely see you then, Caleb Joseph. And it's time now for the D-backs tie-up five standing out stands out of course i told you that i can't we can't cut out lourdes guriel jr he's there's the he's number one on the standouts he definitely stands out to me you know not really good with the runs didn't really 
make a chance to go the yard. Well, I mean, he did, but Kevin Kiermaier with the stoppage. He does get one hit, so I do give him that credit. Uh, credit for his K. You know, he strikes out in his former team's stadium, which is the Blue Jays. Uh, I also want to give a standout to Gabriel Moreno, though. The one that was, like, unbelievably powerful today. Two hits, one run. An RBI, a K, and four at bats. He was two for four. I do want to give Nelson some credit as well. He got a home, he allowed a homer. He got three Ks, only allowed two runs, one of which was earned, and got hit nine times. Going five and two thirds innings. So there you go. Lourdes Gurriel Jr., Gabriel Moreno, and Nelson are my three standouts so far Evan Longoria I mean you can never go wrong with Evan Longoria great game two for three he does strike out doesn't do much but he tries his best to get on base and then bring on this guy Kettle Marte I talked about his performance in one of the plays back in our game summary. He takes a one for three at bat average on 286 with a K and, of course, a run with one hit. The Diamondbacks and Blue Jays are back at it this afternoon, of course. As I mentioned, it is now time to get ready for the other game. So your top five standouts for the Blue Jays and the D-backs. For the D-backs, it's Gurriel Jr., Marte, Gabriel Moreno, and Nelson. For the Blue Jays, it is Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Whit Merrifield, Jano, and Barrios. So we are approaching our final segment, and we are going to do the final segment right there. A reminder from what Hazel was saying with Caleb, they'll be back with us at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 11, I believe there was 11 o'clock on the Pacific Zone. 
For Blue Jays Central, Blue Jays baseball ticks off at 307. It's Kevin Gosman on the mound for Zach Gallian. Let's take one little final look to wrap out our middle segment and see where all the games are. It looks like the games are final. Final score in the Twins and Athletics game. Twins beat the Athletics 5-4. to four. And that would be all of this game. For now, the Royals and the Rays were postponed. And, of course, you've got the matchup between the Cardinals and Nationals, who were suspended in the bottom of the third inning due to rain. But I have other thoughts on that to see if it wasn't suspended due to rain. As it stands, it's the third inning. And that is the end of that. We're kicking things straight off into our final segment. Now wrap up the show with our next series right at the top of the top right at the top of the tape. Of this show is the third is the, the post game it's the Blue Jays game recap show on Sports Freakiness podcast back with you in just a few minutes to wrap up the show with our final segment. It is our look ahead, and of course we've got looking at the major league standings. Watch, we'll do that as soon as we come back, and then we will put out some key highlights from. Tonight's 7-2 Blue Jays victory over the D-backs, the Arizona Diamondbacks to be precise. It's Blue Jays game recap. We continue to round out the show. We round it out next. Hey hockey fans, with the hockey season now officially underway, it's about time for all of that hockey content to return to its rightful place. And that's why this is our podcast specifically designed for hockey fans like you. So whether you're driving to work and need some help getting ready for your team before they drop the puck, or driving to the school to learn something new in life, Make On the Ice and Behind the Benches a part of your daily routine on Tuesdays and join me as your host on the podcast as we dive deeper into all hockey conversations with experts who know the game, former hockey players, coaches, and of course, everyone's first enemy, the referees. So get ready for exclusive fantastic, entertaining, fun hockey content on this podcast, and join me, your host, Thomas McGregor, but co-host of the Sports for Beginners podcast, as we take this journey together on everything and anything in the hockey world. On the Ice and Behind the Benches is the neighboring podcast to a Sports for Beginners podcast. That airs episodes every Thursdays, but for us, we air episodes every Tuesdays. And for more information, please visit the Facebook page of our neighboring podcast, the Sports for Beginners podcast Facebook page to be exact.
I'm so excited to begin this journey with you, and I hope you hockey fans, old, new, fan or no fan, are ready to join me on this journey as well. That's On the Ice and Behind the Benches with your host, Thomas McGregor, myself, every Tuesdays on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, including Spotify. And if you want early access to early episodes of the podcast upload, you can visit anchor.fm as soon as the episode has already been uploaded onto your favorite podcasting platform. Should there be any delays to its launch, that's anchor.fm for early access on On the Ice and Behind the Benches episodes before they hit your platform. We are currently available on Spotify and air episodes every Tuesday. We've got post and reaction content now, but I am excited to join to have you join me on this journey, so don't miss it. And remember, on this podcast, nobody gets icing. It is your house, and that's why the Toronto Blue Jays play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Now, let's get back to more Blue Jays baseball on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Let's get back into Blue Jays game recap. We thought so, Blue Jays fans. We are back now, live on the Blue Jays game recap. Diamondbacks lose this one 7-2. Blue Jays win this one 7-2. You know the deal. It's time for the look ahead. But before we do that, something we never did in our opening segment or or partial point of the middle segment is look at the attendance record. Of course, the venue is Rogers Center and... The location is Toronto. And this game was brought to us with an attendance record of 38,617 people in attendance. Blue Jays victors. 7-2. And now it's time to get ready for the next game, Gosman versus Gallahan. But before we do that, let's round out the show. It is our last time to talk. I big a quick reminder to all of you who love the Blue Jays, love the Padres. Scott will be back with you for the Padres and the Blue Jays, part of this homestand. It is Looney Dogs night on the day of that. On the day of the return of that. Tuesday is when it begins. They get the Blue Jays get the day off Monday, and then it's 
road trip to Seattle, road trip to L.A. before the L.A. Angels come with Baltimore to round out the July schedule. Boston and Cleveland welcome the Blue Jays on a road trip that continues until Thursday, August 10th. The Chicago Cubs and the Philadelphia Phillies open up 3-2 and two in a short homestand, including, hey, it's, it's about August time, guys. Do you know what this means? As we now proceed to the Arizona Diamondbacks, do you know what this means, everyone? We're getting close. That's right. We're getting close to something I've teased in previous commercials for this Sports Beginners podcast. And I'm sure has been teased or will be teased yet again on Sportsnet and Sports the Fan. It's Jose Batista, number 19, he's coming back during one of the Chicago Cubs games. At least I believe it's Chicago. Might be Philadelphia. Let's check when we round out the show because we are doing that right now. So before we go to that, let's look at where the Diamondbacks are headed after blue after they hit the Blue Jays. So when the Blue Jays and the Diamondbacks wrap up this series, of course they've got a game that's going to go hours from now at three oh seven. Of course, whenever you're listening to this, we were recording this hour on the night time. The Blue Jays beat Arizona Diamondbacks seven to two in this game. The Major League Standings watch is coming up right after we reveal who the Arizona Diamondbacks are heading to. So the road trip continues in Atlanta for three and then ends in Cincinnati for three with two late two late games at 7.20 p.m. They'll play a day game in Atlanta to wrap out. To wrap up this series. And then it will be Cincinnati with a day with two day game with two day games and a late game at 710 on the Friday. They return home to play three against Seattle and three against St. Louis before heading on the road to play four against the Giants of San Francisco and three against the Minnesota Twins before heading home to play the Dodgers and the Padres in two and three games of a homestand. Colorado Rockies and the San Diego Padres. The Rockies play three. The Padres play four with the Arizona Diamondbacks. And then to round out this, 
We begin with a homestand featuring two games against the Rangers and four games against Cincinnati for your Arizona Diamondbacks. As we move into September and round out July and August. So that's what's coming up for the D-backs and what's coming up for the Blue Jays. We are getting very, very close now, guys, to the to Jose Batista's day. He's coming. He'll be here. Hopefully, if you've got your tickets, make sure if you don't have your tickets, get them at BlueJays.com. Game, time, wherever you can find your tickets. <coughs> I'm sure you don't want to miss it. Junior J Sunday wraps up this series at 1.37 p.m. We're back on the air following the final out. Whenever we can get it to you, Blue Jays Game Recap is being brought to you on the Sports Regeners podcast feed. And we are just days and weeks away from Jose Bautista's level of excellence. It's a 307 August 12th. And that's coming our way. So make sure you get down to the ballpark and get there early to receive the giveaway coming your way. For Batista, I'm sure he wants to see all of us favorite Blue Jays fans going loud, going proud. All right, time for a rest. And we're going to get a rest. And after looking at the Major League standings, watch the games are over. There's one game left that hasn't gone final but got suspended due to rain. Ah, oh, sucks, doesn't it, to get rained. And you only played three innings. Lucky for them. They'll possibly be playing a game tomorrow with the suspended game. Who knows? The Tampa Bay Rays are the Tampa Bay Rays. They lead the American League East. 58-35. 58-35. They are most likely guaranteed a playoff spot. And watch this. What is this? The Blue Jays are the third team in the American League East. With 51-41. and 41 Being our win-loss record. The Baltimore Orioles are top second team with 30 35 losses and 55 wins. They are currently on a six-game winning streak. And not far behind them are the Boston Red Sox, who were on a six-game winning streak. 49 and 43 is the record. I do... I'm not sure if they win, if they won or lost. 
That game, we'll have to go back and check in. The Yankees are 49 and 43 as well. They are on a losing streak. The Guardians, Detroit, Minnesota Twins, Chicago, and Kansas City are your American League Central teams. We've got the Texas Rangers, the Astros, the Seattle Mariners leading the charge against the LA Angels and the Oakland Athletics in the West. The Steel City Pirates in the National League Central went from top gun to bottom gun. They are they're kind of they're kind of there, they're kind of there. Oh, but they put the slope in. They have a losing streak and they are forty one and fifty. I still have faith, Steel City Pitch. Those of you listening in Pittsburgh, I still have faith in your team to try and come up with a win. Win situation. You guys have, you guys can do it. Atlanta leads the East Division of the National League. The Dodgers and the Cincinnati Reds are the West and Central leaders. And when we look at the West, East, and Central, Texas is top gun against the Central with a win loss with a win loss record of fifty three and thirty nine. The Baltimore Orioles, the Blue Jays, the Toronto, the Astros, the Boston Red Sox, Yankees, and the Mariners, alongside the Guardians, the LA Angels, the Detroit Tigers are within a wild card spot to go through. The Blue Jays are actually in a wild card. And the Baltimore Orioles are only 5.0 games in a wild card spot plus. The Oakland Athletics, the Kansas City Royals, the Chicago White Sox, I've got to keep things going if they want any chance of being a part of this wild card. Right now, they are really out of it. And their numbers games back. It's big. The Oakland Athletics are 26 and 5 games back of wild cards, but they are completely out of it. The Kansas City Royals are 24.5 games back, 13.5, 10.0 for Detroit and Chicago. Your leaders are tie in the Central with the Cincinnati Reds and the Milwaukee Brewers leading the charge 50 and 42 wins, both of which Cincinnati's on a losing streak. The Milwaukee Brewers are on a two-game win streak. The LA Dodgers just keep on winning. It's five wins. The Atlanta Braves have a win streak. 
And atop of their wildcard division, the teams not eligible for a wildcard spot are the St. Louis Cardinals, the Washington Nationals, and the Rockies. The Rockies. The Pirates, the Mets, the Cubs, the Padres, the Phillies, the Milwaukee Brewers, the Cincinnati Reds, the Giants, the Diamondbacks, the Miami Marlins are wildcard teams to beat. Okay. Time for a rest. You know, you know, you know what the you know what the greatest thing about baseball is? We got to do it all. We get to do it all again tomorrow. We wrap up the series on Sunday. And the Blue Jays get a rest before welcoming in the Padres on Tuesday. The matchups are as follows. Kevin Gosman is taking a hill against Zach Gallen. And Henry, and Henry is taking the mound against Yusei Kikuchi. 137 is first pitch. For Junior Jays Sunday, get your tickets at BlueJays.com. Also, get your tickets for Gosman and Galleon. There's still good seats still available, I believe. If you can, I have been your host. This that is our that is ba- this is basically our show for Blue Jays game recap. The Blue Jays top the Diamondbacks seven to two. They are victors in this one. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., you know who he is. He's the home run derby champion. He was proving it to you today in a 7-2 victory. And we are at our finish point. It's time for us all to get some rest here on the Blue Jays Game Recap Show Studios. Time for the Sports Freakiners to take a breather, take a Take a leave of absence. Blue Jays game recap continues with you tomorrow following the 307 first pitch final out of that game. And we're back with you to round out the Blue Jays game recap Arizona Diamondback series at 137. We will be with you for Blue Jays game recap following the final out. Stay tuned for more details on... WordPress.com, the Sports Freakiners website, Sports Freakiners number zero dot WordPress.com, or the Facebook page at Sports Freakiners. This Facebook page. So, news regarding Sportsnet 590 The Fan, as our friend Ali Musa had the Raj 590, Roger. LeJoie on all over the map and he's got some interesting analysis to see. You wonder what those could be. Tune into all over the map and find out. And with that being said, I have been your host, Thomas McGregor. You have been listening to Toronto Blue Jays baseball on the Blue Jays game recap show, part of the Sports Beginners podcast studio. The Blue Jays 7-2 victors over the Arizona Diamondbacks. The great thing about sports and 
baseball's case is we get to do it all again tomorrow. It is Blue Jays. It is the Diamondbacks. Gosman, Gallahan, Blue Jays, Diamondbacks. We're back at it again with you tomorrow afternoon. 307 is the first pitch. Thank you so much for listening to Blue Jays Game Recap. Brought to you on the Sports Beginners podcast feed whenever you may be listening. Have a great weekend, everyone. And, of course, until next time, Blue Jays fans, let's go, Blue Jays. I'm out for the night. Have a great rest of your evening. Have a great rest of your morning. Have a great rest of your afternoon, wherever you may be listening to this podcast at right now. And let's get it on. We're back with you after the final out of this game. The 307 first pitch is just going after 307. Keep it locked in the Blue Jays baseball. And as we always remind you on this podcast, it is never goodbye. It is always until next time. I'm out. The door is open to you. Have a great weekend, everyone. It's Blue Jays again recap. I'm back with you Saturday following the final out of Blue Jays and Diamondbacks game two. 307 first pitch. It's Gosman. It's Gallahan. Keep it locked in. It's Blue Jays game recap. We are out. The door is open to you. Thank you so much for listening. Peace. Thank you so much for joining us on Sports for Beginners, the podcast for Blue Jays Game Recap, the after show on Sports for Beginners, the podcast, right after every Blue Jays game. To learn more about upcoming episodes, when they drop, and schedule, please visit HTTPS colon slash slash sports for beginners zero dot wordpress dot com follow the show on facebook at facebook.com slash sports for beginners 87 send us an email at sports for beginners 87 at gmail.com follow ali thomas and scott on twitter at Scott McGregor 3, Thomas J, and A-L-I Musa. Follow Thomas and Scott on Instagram at smc underscore 87 underscore and tm underscore 80 and tm 00 underscore. Thanks for listening to Blue Jays Baseball. And we hope to see you soon again. This has been Blue Jays Game Recap. Once again, the website is https colon slash slash sportsforbeginners0.wordpress.com Thanks for listening. And when it's time for the Blue Jays to play ball, there's only one chant Blue Jays fans will be using.
catch you later, ball baseball fans.